Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blind Boys Politics. Nicholas Rod here, and I am alone this morning. Uh, just a little bit of, you know, a scheduling switch around, and Chris couldn't join us this morning, so I'm recording alone. But we definitely have some good news for you this morning, so, uh, you know, we're still, we're still going to give you a good show even if he's not here with us to uh, enjoy this recording session. But before we get into any kind of intro or anything else, let's get into the weather for this Monday morning in Los Angeles, California. It is going to be partly cloudy in 87. In Houston, Texas, expect rain and 92. In Chicago, Illinois, expect partly cloudy and 80. And in New York City, it will be partly cloudy and 84 degrees. So overall, a good way to kick off the week, Uh, except for in Houston. Houston, expect some rain. Uh, I'm done with the rain, (laughs) at least for a few days. Uh, I actually haven't looked at the full week's uh, forecast yet for my area, so I don't know how much rain we're actually supposed to be getting at this point, but I'll tell you guys right now. I am done with this rain. It's been raining pretty much all day. I have not witnessed many points in which it has actually stopped raining. It's either been like drizzling or it's been downpouring. And that's pretty much been my day. Now, in a sense, it's relaxing. I do like the sound of rain in that sense of it can be very relaxing, but I miss the sun. You know, this constant rain, it's been raining a lot this summer, just you know, there's been so much. And like I said, I think I said a couple episodes ago when I was alone again, is it's really nice to have rain this summer because we had none last year. You know, last summer, at least around here, it was all dry and gross and nothing was very pleasant about it. But this year, there's just so much rain. I mean, granted, everything's green, which is you know, it's great. The smell of the plants and uh, the trees and everything is, is wonderful. But I miss the sun. You know, I want the sun to to come back for a little bit. At least for a few days. But I don't know if I'm going to get that lucky. If I remember correctly, we are supposed to get some more storms throughout this week. So I, I don't think I'm going to have much luck in that department. So... I hope everyone had a great weekend. I know mine was very quiet. Um, It it was a very quiet weekend, a very laid back weekend, not much to do, not much to worry about, which was really nice. Um, You know, this week is definitely going to be a busy week for a number of different reasons, but all in all, it should be good. Now, I'm looking forward to this week. I'm hoping for a really good week. I'm hoping to get my hands on some golf balls to finally uh, start getting down the, getting out on the golf course a little bit because I haven't had the opportunity to do that just yet. But I'm hoping to do that within the next few weeks to get out on the course and actually play a round or two because I miss it. I miss it. Uh, got back into it last summer and last fall. And had a ton of fun with it. Uh, I hadn't golfed in years before that, but it got back into it, and uh, I, I've been wanting to get on the course ever since. 
the end of the season last year. You know, golf is one of those things where it's a ton of fun to play and it's very relaxing because courses, golf courses tend to be beautiful places. If you stand out on a golf course and you like nature, if, if you're a nature person, you can often just have an absolute blast on a golf course because there's so much nature, you know, if you're lucky, you'll get to hear some like rushing water and stuff like that, you know, birds in the trees, breeze in the trees, and all that kind of stuff, and it's just really relaxing, I enjoy it a lot, golf is one of those sports where I could never follow it, you know, I could never listen to broadcasts on TV or on the radio or anything like that, it would put me to sleep, but playing it is an absolute blast, so I'm hoping to get out on the course soon. I'm also hoping to bowl again soon. I've got things I want to do, no doubt. <laughs> but that's enough rambling from me this morning. Let's get into the news, as we do have a bunch to get through. And we start off this morning with a COVID-19 update. And for the first time since January, all 50 states are up in new COVID-19 cases. And President Biden has been going after social media companies and uh, basically blaming them for uh, people dying at this point still, saying that this is the, quote, pandemic of the unvaccinated, end quote. But Facebook is actually pushing back on this, saying, quote, the facts show that Facebook is helping save lives and combat COVID misinformation, end quote. Officials are warning that we are in a dangerous state with daily positive cases doubling from two weeks ago. The highest cases per capita are in states where either half the population is vaccinated or even less than that. So you're looking at states such as Nevada, Missouri, Arkansas, and Florida. Dr. Fauci blames the Delta variant for the rise in cases, adding that 99.5% of new deaths are from unvaccinated people. Starting this past Saturday in Los Angeles County, the indoor mask mandate is back in place. Whether you are vaccinated or not, you are required to wear a mask indoors. And that is the end of our COVID-19 update. We move on to some news about the FBI. FDA, because you may have heard that on Friday, the FDA granted Pfizer COVID-19 priority review for those 16 and older. This is, of course, regarding Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. That means that the FDA will make a decision on whether or not to fully approve the vaccine for that age group, and this will take place within the next six months. However, it could actually happen as soon as in the next two months. So, how does this work? The FDA says that each drug in the U.S. must go through a detailed FDA review process. And the FDA actually conducts two kinds of reviews. They have standard reviews and they have priority reviews. Standard can take up to 10 months to be completed and priority reviews can take up to six months to be completed. 
This is the important part of all this. The FDA says that priority review does not affect the length of the clinical trial period required by the drug maker, nor does it alter the scientific or medical standard for approval or the quality of the evidence necessary. According to the FDA, when a direct candidate is given priority review, the FDA directs all attention and resources to that drug. The, the evaluation of the drug answers the question, if approved, would this drug facilitate improvements or effectiveness of treatment, diagnosis, or prevention of serious conditions? Pfizer says they completed their FDA application for full approval back in May of 2021. This application, of course, included data from its clinical trials. Pfizer says it will submit a separate application for full approval of the vaccine for those between the ages of 12 to 15 as soon as the data collection is completed. You already know the FDA completed the emergency use authorization for Pfizer's vaccine when it comes to children 12 to 15 months ago. But what you may not know is that there are almost no differences between FDA emergency use authorization and FDA full approval. The only real difference, according to the FDA, is a little more data. After phase three clinical trials, the emergency use authorization requires two months of follow-up data, while full approval requires six months of follow-up data. That's, of course, in addition to manufacturing and chemical information and the data proving that the benefits outweigh the risks. Moving right along here, we have some more information for you about the child tax credit. And like we told you on Friday, the first payment of the monthly child tax credit has hit bank accounts across the United States. The Treasury Department says that means American families with almost 60 million children got the payments on Thursday, totaling $15 billion. The IRS says tax returns filed by June 28th are a reflection of the payments that went out on Thursday. That includes people who registered on the non-filers portal back in 2020 or when it was announced in 2021. These payments also include those who would qualify based on their 2019 tax returns if their 2020 returns haven't been processed yet. Now, there are a few things that you will want to remember about the child tax credit. First off, the child tax credit is not new. Families with qualifying dependents have been getting this tax break for more than 20 years now. But what is new is the amount of the credit and the fact that parents can choose to take half of it up front in monthly installments. This is money taxpayers with dependents would get anyways. Secondly, this new child tax credit is fully refundable, which means unlike before, if you don't have an income or a tax obligation, you're still able to claim this money. Third, this tax credit and the refundable provision 
that pay along with it is only available in 2021. That is unless Congress passes a new law to extend it past that deadline. Now, if you didn't receive your payment or got the wrong amount, you have some things that you need to do. Firstly, you need to make sure that you filed your 2020 tax returns. Second, create an irs.gov account and log into the child tax credit portal and figure out what information is being used for you. And if any of it is incorrect, it needs to be changed. Now, in a major ruling on Friday, a federal judge in Texas dealt a huge blow to young immigrants known as DREAMers. The DACA program was ruled as unlawful, and this ruling will now block new applications for the program. The DACA program allowed those undocumented children brought to the United States as children to work and stay in the country. This policy was established by former President Obama, and the one thing to note is that the more than 600,000 immigrants currently protected by the program are not immediately impacted by this ruling. Closing out our main news segment this morning, we have been learning more over the weekend about an alleged plot to blow up the headquarters of the California Democratic Party. Federal prosecutors say the two suspects charged used an encrypted messaging app to plan a series of attacks to avenge former President Trump's defeat in the 2020 election. Authorities say the men armed with machine guns and bombs hoped to inspire a movement. They even reached out to an anti-government group for support. That's all we have on that story as of now. If there's any update, we will be sure to let you know. Now that wraps up our main news segment. Now let's move into the rapid news NFL star Richard Sherman on Friday said that he was, quote, deeply remorseful after prosecutors in Washington state charged him with DUI and other crimes. And a SWAT command leader was killed and four other officers were wounded during an hours-long standoff with a gunman in Leveland, Texas on Thursday. Well, that brings us to our good news story, and kind of an interesting one this time. So, a box of old video games was donated to Goodwill. Now, an employee actually looked through the box of games and happened upon a very, very interesting discovery. He came across an old Atari game. For those that don't know, the Atari is one of the almost original gaming systems. It was definitely one of the earliest. But he happened across an Atari game where there were only 13 
copies of it in existence. So he happened upon an extremely, extremely rare game. Well, Goodwill ended up auctioning the game off at over $10,000. This one game sold for over $10,000, which all went to Goodwill. Now, if you're wondering what can be done with that $10,000, in a bit of an interview, the vice president of community engagement for Goodwill actually noted a few things about what this money could do. In the interview, the vice president said that Goodwill North Central Texas, where it was sold, could provide dehabilitation services for a year, a full year for one adult with disabilities, or provide 20 homeless individuals with job placement services and community resources, or they could help 10 at-risk youth earn their GED and a paycheck at the same time. This is just a few examples of where this money could go and what it could do. And just think about that. Just one old Atari game managed to bring in enough money to have the ability to change that many people's lives and have that kind of effect. All of that just happening to go to charity, which is wonderful. And another comment made by the vice president of community engagement for the company said that the person who donated it probably didn't know its value. But whether they did or didn't, it's an amazing story either way. Because think of it as if they did know. Think of it as if they did know the, uh, the value of it. That means they just gave that up so that it could so that it could go to charity and that it could help all those people. That's nice thought number one. But think about it as an accident too. What an insane but wonderful accident that would be. <laughs> like just happening to come across a find like that in a donation place, a place that donates money from the sales they get to help people all over. And that all happened by accident. That find was by accident. That's still a wonderful story. And a crazy one at that. So either way, this story is absolutely remarkable. Because you think about what that money can do. Alone. Again, one game, over $10,000. That can change people's lives. And whether this happened on purpose or on accident, it's truly wonderful. And I do dearly hope that that money can go to good use and really can change some people's lives. 
But that is the end of this morning's episode. Make sure to join us on Wednesday for our next Dumb Law episode and then on Friday for another round of news from the week. Until then, though, make sure to follow us on Twitter at BlindBoyPolitik where you will get all the latest and breaking news and all of the latest updates on what's going on. Make sure to follow us on our personal accounts as well, um, where you will get some entertainment. You know, sometimes it's quiet, sometimes you get a laugh, sometimes you get a rant. Who knows what you're going to get from Chris and myself over on Twitter on our personal accounts. It's always a good time and it's always a surprise. And make sure to jump over to Medium and read the articles that we have going up over there. Because we talk about news in those articles that we don't talk about here on the show. So make sure to go over there and read those as well. You can get an extra injection of news every day. And just to be clear, all those links to both our social media accounts and Medium are all in the show notes. But that is it for me this morning, you guys. Uh, I will see you back here on Wednesday with Chris here with us as well. But until then, see you later.